up, everybody? Welcome back to Mile Higher Podcast, where we take your mind a mile higher. And today on episode 79, we are doing an entire episode of woke news topics. So basically what we normally do the first part of our podcast, but the entire show, because there's a lot going on and we just thought it would be kind of interesting. And our main story, of course, our highly requested story is the Jeffrey Epstein conspiracy i guess you yeah, could call yeah. it but just I mean, it really jeffrey is at epstein this point. yeah yes so we will be talking about that as our last topic it's going to be our longest biggest chunk of the podcast yeah there's so much to uncover with it so many mm-hmm. things have come out since we talked about it last right last week or so well uh, or we recorded on the day that he died uh like a couple hours after the news broke right, that he right. had passed so there was basically no information at that point so there's a ton more and a lot of you guys had just questions like you had never even heard of Jeffrey Epstein and you just kind of wanted to understand what's going on a little bit better. So yeah, we'll try to give you the full, today. the full picture deep dive. as much as we can. Yeah, you know, it would so take much. hours for real to really explain it all. But um, it's true. It's true. But we'll get into some stuff. Yes. But um, before we get started, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Candid, Calm, Quip and HoneyBook. Yeah. Thank you all as always. And I wanted to start off today with a couple positive stories i thought it'd be nice to throw (laughs) in a good change yeah like i mean our stories are always super interesting but they're normally a little bit alarming or a little bit scary even i mean it's the truth though you gotta face reality but i thought it'd be kind of nice if you started including maybe a positive story in the intro topics every once in a while might and, be a good um, idea. Yeah, it might be fun. I Give think... you some hope before, before, <laughs> before you don't have any. Before you drop yeah. the ball, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have a couple of interesting little yeah, what you got tidbits of good news that I found. So um, this week, Delaware became the first official non-kill state for animal shelters, which is a huge that is. thing. This is huge, actually. Um, I thought California would have been the first. They're, you know, you would very think. You would think friendly. They're very progressive, when it comes especially to with pets. like animal rights and definitely and, uh, treatment and stuff for sure. Definitely. But Delaware, um, huh? They have taken on the task to also reevaluate how all of their shelters are run and deal with the overcrowding problem because there's that's basically what's going on with a kill versus a non-kill shelter. There's not like shelters that take in animals wanting to kill them or anything like that but a lot of them literally just don't have the room and pets that are older or you know um aren't getting adopted just Just have been there a long time and they feel like are kind of hopeless they'll put them down um and there are you know shelters that advertise as non-kill which is always great to support a non-kill shelter if you can but delaware has made it so all of their shelters will become non-kill and um this is really interesting too because the the main thing too is cats cats are euthanized at a rate that's you know, twice as much as dogs. That's crazy, man. Because there are an There's insane a lot of cats, amount yeah. of cats. And that's due to just, you know, unspayed spayed and or unspayed and yeah, neutered yeah. cats and dogs or cats running around and... Well, I think there's just more cats roaming around than there is dogs, you know. For sure, just because, like that. Yeah, yeah, there's more wild ones right. roaming around. Yeah. Um. So it makes sense why there would be, you know, way more cats. But which is sad because I love cats and 
Yeah. The and fact that cats get euthanized. I talked about it on my channel too. The um, They are trying to do something for the cats as well. This is not even in my list to talk about, but I thought this was really interesting. If you never saw my video about it, they are trying to get cats to work as well. They're trying to start working <laughs> yeah, problem, yeah, yeah, yeah. working yeah. in cities. Like there's certain cities that Rodents have, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, to come in and do mice control or like you can literally adopt a working cat to come yeah, work cool. on your land or whatever. Come be a barn cat so, or something. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of cats, like they don't want to live inside. They've been feral cats for a long time they're like fuck you i'd yeah, rather stay yeah. out here but then you know they also do need food and water and you know they fix them and stuff but then they make them working cats that's, a good so that's idea. really interesting but anyway back to this so the the nonprofit that's doing this is the best friends animal society and they're working with shelters across the entire nation to actually um, make america a no-kill country by 2025 is what they're going for which would be incredible mm-hmm 2025 Definitely. that's like not even that long five years yeah or five six years they're gonna try to do that and there's so, gotta be a way a to really ambitious goal you know because like a lot well like the humane societies right that's like usually what government owns usually um humane like humane society. societies so, yeah. of like different counties and things like that like yeah like in your county taxes and stuff some of your tax money is ultimately going to these shelters i don't know if it's they're not like private they're not completely private like some of the humane societies. Janelle, can you check on that actually is humane society like tax funded or I don't know the answer the, to that, yeah. actually. Well, I thought they were because, like, you have, you know, a particular county's humane society. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming the county is giving them some funding because, like, you know, there's no way that just from donations and things like that and people ad adopting the animals that they're able to keep their doors open, you know? Right. Because yeah. it costs a lot more to, you know, have the shelters open as opposed to. Well, yeah, they will. Well, they work on donations as well. Like, well, a yeah, lot of them, yeah. you know, partner, partner up, up with. Sure organizations or uh brands even mm -hmm. stuff like that yeah but, i don't know because it's saying you know it's, it's a common misconception among pet adopters um as well as the community at large is that animal shelters are funded by taxpayer dollars and adoption fees however unless the shelter in question is run by or has a deal with the city most right. don't receive government funding. what about humane society specifically I, i'm thinking humane societies are connected with the city i thought so too because they, they really are like in every county mostly. well and that's why like animal control most of the time takes their dogs right. or the animals they yep. capture to that's what, humane that's societies how we got Tucker. and things like that I he mean, was wandering around they picked his ass up and that's where we <laughs> found him god we when we got tucker at the humane society the weld county humane society he was in rough shape yeah he was he like they're like he's had diarrhea he's got <laughs> they said he had um herpes and I was like, what? He has herpes, which it actually is. It's feline herpes, but there's another word for it. But they're like, yeah, he's got diarrhea and herpes. And I was like, mm, that one. <laughs> I'll still take him, please. <laughs> but so he was just cute. so cute. So, and he's ended up being the best cat. We've had him. God, now, dude, it's been like almost eight years. Yeah, it's been um, a long time. Yeah, I don't know. I thought Humane Society was, but I don't um, know. It says it's a nonprofit, but I don't know. If... I mean, it's it could just be like per, says, you know. Funded almost entirely by private membership dues, contributions, foundation grants, and banquets. So maybe Humane Society is just an organization, kind of like the ASPCA type thing, but they have shelters. They may not even be in know. the city. Someone budget, knows though. the answer out there, and they're like, screaming somebody at works their for a Humane right Society. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, duh. Yeah, but anyway, it's pretty cool. I'm sure, it's not a lot if it's um, government supported. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome though. Uh, and then this is another little bit, another 
animal project. This is similar to the, the working cats, yeah, but cats is, going cool. to jail. This is called the forward progress program. So this is different than what you and I saw uh, a little while ago. We yeah. watched a documentary about inmates like people who were in like high security prisons, but have earned, you know, yeah, they've enough. been there for years yeah. and they've kind of proved proven themselves, themselves to be trustworthy. To be able, and, exactly. And they yeah. give them, they were giving them kittens to stay in their cell with them. Cause I mean, when you're in solitary confinement, you're so lonely. And like, oh, yeah. I think people that are in solitary confinement, like, because that's their sentence, some of them straight torture, max man. security stuff. Mm-hmm. It's torture, but like some of them have to be in there. And, but like not all of them, I feel like people in there still have the capability to change and to become better people and stuff and shouldn't just be like sitting and rotting forever. And like, there's so many cats that need homes. If you can like, you know, prove that this is, they're going to take care of it and stuff. And obviously the guards are still watching them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I said, only certain people, but they'll let them adopt a cat and they can be their like cellmate. They get a little litter box in there and it's like their best friend. Like, Imagine how much so that much would mean to you. It reminds me of J.C. Dugard. She was um, the girl that was kidnapped in Lake Tahoe a long time ago. And she was held for like, oh, my God. Like, I want to say like nearly 20 years. Yeah. I can't remember the exact amount of time. Years, yeah. But she always talked about she has all these journals from when she was a kid. And just how much every time that he would get her a cat, her captor would get her kittens to kind of hold her over. But then they would just like randomly disappear. It was really creepy. He would probably just oh, kill them yeah. or get rid of them yeah. and stuff. But she would talk about how just being alone, an animal was like so like she was like at one point there was a spider that lived in my little area and I like loved the spider was like devastated when the spider died. Well, it's another like living being, you know, when you have none of that, then, you know, it's so healing. I think it's therapeutic, too. Well, that's why animals are therapy animals. It makes sense. Why wouldn't we give all of the, you know, cats and shelters? Yep, exactly. Cats and dogs are reported to help with depression, anxiety and give um, become some of the best companions, elating our moods, decreasing yeah. our blood pressure, in fact. So how can they help people in jail? The Animal Protection League partnered with the state of Indiana for an incredible project at the Pendleton Correctional Facility, and it's called FORWARD, which it, like, stands for something. Um, and that's in two... Th- and they started that in two, uh, 2015, and since then they've, like, helped so many. So basically what they do is they bring in shelter cats into the correctional facility and inmates can be given, you know, companionship and the cats can also like get used to being with humans as well. Cause some of the cats like aren't quite ready to go into homes yet. Yeah. Like they need more socialization and they need to like train and, right. you know, stuff yeah. like that. Somebody to spend some time with it. And... Yeah. Because due to the nature of shelters, there are a lot of pets that go unseen, unwanted and they kind of, they have like no human interaction. They have no social uh, well, the they, ratio like to the people taking care of the cats, it's like yeah, 50 to one. A lot of them are like, just sitting there right. like they're bored and they're not getting socialized. So then they may not be the best cat to adopt when it right. comes comes time for the right person to want to take them. So they basically send them into these prisons and then, you know, whatever prisoners have earned 
the right to come in. Yeah, like get yeah. to come into this room and play with all the cats at once. Oh, that's and cool. They feed them, groom them, clean them, and they allow the cats to start trusting humans again. And, and it's for abused cats as well. That's cool. So it's like, like a rehabilitation exactly, for the cats. Yeah, exactly. And if the cats inmates. like wig out and scratch the inmates, they're like, whatever. We've yeah, been through really worse. Cool. We're you know inmates. So look at check this out. There's all these pictures of them with the cats. <laughs> that's so cool. And they have this special room that the inmates can come into and hang out with all the cats and look look at the joy on their yeah, faces totally look Just at the cats so, like fuck. <laughs> the cats like terrified but they're so happy yeah but yeah look how much fun they're having with the cats it's like such a cool program and then in the meantime it's it's good for both parties not only is it helping the inmates but it's helping the cats yeah so I thought that was really really cool it is cool they should do that just nationwide like why yeah. not well, I hope they do more stuff like that because cats are so adaptable too. like cats are one of those animals that they adjust so easily to like any situation. I feel like there's so many more elderly people as well, not only like prisoners, but elderly that just are lonely, that have no companions, no family, no friends or like live in retirement homes that could really benefit from a cat living in their room temporarily and like if they pass away, then you, you know, give yeah, the cat to yeah, someone else right. in the, in the Just building. like a community yes, of cats. Yeah. Yes. And I always think about that because my, um, my great grandmother, I was super, super young when I visited her. She passed when I was young, but I remember she had a cat living with her in her nursing room. They allowed her, she was at a special nursing room where they allowed you to bring your pet. And she had a cat named Timothy and it lived in there with her. And I remember my mom talking about how great it was that like she was never alone because Timothy was always there. <laughs> That's cool. And it would be so cool if yeah. all, you know, if prisons, retirement homes, there's so many different places, even places for uh, the workplace, uh, like just, just that. at the office, you know, oh, like definitely. I if wish like more people would allow so many that. more companies had, you know, the policies that allow you to bring your yeah. pets, like in Colorado, luckily there is a lot of companies, yes. especially like in Boulder and stuff. Right. I've worked for a couple where people brought their dogs in every day and it just adds an element to like the professional space that I think is so needed in our world and culture because so many people are uptight. Yeah, yes. it's stress. They bring the stress level down. Because yes. like when any, I feel like when any human sees like a golden retriever come running up to you <laughs> with a tennis ball in their mouth, you're just like, oh, that's so cute. I want to play with them. And it just immediately like, doesn't matter what meeting you yes. just walked out of or whatever yeah. you were just doing, you're immediately right. distressed. It's, it's totally. great. It's the same as like, the idea of, you know, work, working in nature, you know, letting people yes. go outside to work versus just yeah. being in a cubicle all day. Like, yeah, well, it's saying that it literally effect. lowers your blood pressure to go outside, to be with pets. To, these are all things to help your mental health. It's all self-care. I mean, animals are such a great way to take care of your mental health. I think like I love being around my pets. And I think something that is because animals don't have this they don't carry around this sense of stress with them, like unless they've been like abused and they're in a stressful situation. Yeah, but yeah. naturally, animals don't have the same stressors that humans do because no. they're totally in the moment. And I think you can you feel that when you're around them. You're like, well, my dog doesn't really care about what's going on right yeah, now. So when you're thinking exactly. about something really stressful in your head, and you look down at your dog, and your dog's like, hey, let's like it's sunny yeah. outside. Let's go into walk. Like they yeah. don't. They're so in the moment. What are we doing right now? It forces you to be in the yes, moment with them. Exactly. That's what it does. Exactly. I think having an animal is good for everyone. And if you're allergic to all the animals on the face of the earth, I suggest even getting a plant. 
A yeah. living companion is so helpful, I think. The whole thought of like, you were talking about how humans are always constantly obsessing over everything else and the dog or the pet is just focused on what's happening in there. Now there's like the cutest picture and we can put it up on the screen too, but I'm going to send it to you guys because it's really, it explains oh, it Oh, I perfectly. know what you're talking about. I've seen you post that before yeah, actually. It's so, it's so good. Yeah. When, yeah, if you're, um, if you don't, if you're not watching on YouTube, if you're just yeah. listening, it's basically just like a cartoon of a human and they're like, they have a speech bubble or a mm-hmm. thought bubble with all yeah. their stresses. <laughs> and then the dog is just like the thought thinking about right now, yeah. the walk, how beautiful it is, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. It's so true. It's perfect. It's so true. No, I was just going to say, you mentioned plants and my neck, my next topic is perfect. It's like, is this it, a good it, news story? Yes, this is actually okay. Good. Awesome Cause I have one more story. good news yeah. story. So if we're going to have a little, okay. All right. the before bombs. you drop the Jeffrey Epstein bomb, <laughs> I've got some bombs to drop, but this okay. one is actually really cool. And I think, could literally change you know the world and that's in singapore there's a hospital there that serves a ton of people like eight hundred thousand people in this area that live around this hospital and what they've done is they've made their hospital like one with nature oh that's amazing so, so literally it's like imagine you know going to if you've ever been to like a zoo or like a yes. atrium or an aviary or, or something like, like even that. a fucking rainforest cafe a yeah little bit. yeah Imagine that <laughs> environment in your hospital. Denver Aquarium has yeah, something yeah, exactly. like this, kind of like an atrium. But oh my gosh, how beautiful! So when you walk into the hospital, there's just water cascading waterfalls. There's plants everywhere, wow. and like it's not this like sterile, you know. Which I don't understand how everything's super sterile because there's stuff lying around and stuff. But they must have a way to do it. But they've well, the air is probably actually super clean because of all the plants. Like yeah, there's probably some things like that. But they probably have a an insane like uh yeah. gardening staff yeah, on yeah. hand like there's totally. probably like an entire Cleaning team that's there every day you know looking for pests and rem- there's ways to which i mean there's still sterile areas of it. it's not like the operating room is like in, yeah. the, in the middle of this like there's yeah. still <laughs> there's, like the patients are like on a bed of grass <laughs> no yeah. but like yeah even and i'm sure they have like the doors where it spins which right. makes it way less likely for a bug to get inside actually because so. there's literally birds like in like the main lobby and stuff there's birds flying around like you could wow. be walking down the hall to a patient's room and a butterfly just flies past you and see this is so nice because oh the hospital is such a depressing place i'm sure all of you out there have probably either been to the hospital yourself or went there for a loved one. And it's just it's smells like cleaning supplies and also like chemicals and death. Like it's like just the most disgusting scent. And it then is. it's like so depressing. Like it's so it's almost too clean. Yeah. And it's just it freaks me out. I hate being in the hospital. Like I keep thinking about a few months. Mu- our grandpa, uh, Janelle and I's. Grandpa died in February and I remember going in on the day that he passed and it's just, I mean, it was, it's a nice hospital. I'm not going to complain. Littleton Adventist Hospital. Yeah. It's a good hospital, but um, it would have been really nice to like come out of after we said goodbye to him and he passed to come down the elevators and come into this. Right. Like that would have been so much more relaxing versus just like a front desk or how wonderful would it be if they had a room that was designated to people that obviously were there to pass so it didn't really matter if you know you were a little bit less sanitary and you were there but they were surrounded by beautiful nature with their family that is that would be such a good idea yeah oh my god that's a really great idea like a a near-death room because yeah my my grandpa died in the room that he was in for two weeks since his stroke like the ICU. It was, it was sick in yeah, there. Ima- well, imagine, like, imagine, you know, if you are in the hospital and you're close to the end, you know, like, 
you can be being wheeled into this just like nature scene like waterfall like a special area well we kept talking about this even on the way to the hospital you and i were like wouldn't it be so nice because it was such a beautiful day the day he actually i don't remember if this is the day he passed or just one of the days we thought he might pass it was such a gorgeous day out and we were like wouldn't it be nice if we could just wheel him out of there even though he's like not really conscious like i wonder if his soul would kind of know yeah subconscious would absolutely because he i mean my grandpa like loved the mountains he loved Mm -hmm. nature like the beach anywhere and they used to live in boulder and i thought it would be so nice for him to like yeah you know but you can't do that like they're not gonna let you just like you know unless unless you can do it willingly you know just walk out can you i'm not sure how that works I don't ever hear people doing that very often, but I don't know. This would be really nice to have an atrium like this. Yeah. And like even the patient's rooms, like some of them are like nicer and have air conditioning, but some of them have like more beds because it's cheaper. But even those rooms get natural ventilation because all of the windows open. And what's mm-hmm. cool is they've made it so that all the patient's rooms see greenery. So there may not be like greenery in the room, but at least they can look outside through like an open window and see greenery and smell the plants like. Oh my god! It's literally like they've built a rainforest inside this hospital, which so is, is really cool. Is this hospital mainly for people that are like like hospice type of stuff to like make? No, this is just like a normal hospital. Wow! Listen to this. At meal times, patients are given organic grown food in a massive roof off of their massive rooftop garden. That's and awesome. everyone fills yeah. their plates with fruits and veggies on the weekly hospital wide meatless Mondays as well. We love that. So that's really cool because they're in this idea of like we in order to create it because it's not just that this is natural and it's nice to look at and stuff. They really feel that like nature and these plants, you know, can really help reduce pain, anxiety. Like there's studies that have been done on these patients where increasing the oxygen too, increasing oxygen, you know, for sure, you know, being less stressed out because so many people are just stressed beyond belief in the hospital because they're scared or they're, you know, for whatever reason. And this could just, you know, it would definitely settle you down a bit because it wouldn't feel as artificial and weird as it does now. Whenever you walk into it, you feel like you're not supposed to be there. Yeah. Or like something bad's going to happen. Like there's, it's an anxiety calming or zen about it at all. So, yeah. And this is said that they believe in this completely total healing environment, not just for the patients, but also for the caregivers and staff so that the whole system functions well. Imagine how much like less stressed a surgeon is being able to come out of surgery and take a walk down the little nature path. Remember what a jerk the surgeon was Mm. that like told us that Grandy wasn't going to die? He was never going to be grandpa again. Yeah, he seriously said that to me, you guys. I was like... (sighs) Can you just be honest with us? Like, what do you think? Like, should we like, because we were debating whether to keep like put him on life support yeah. or not. And he was in a, had a stroke. So we started saying that to him. Like, what do you think? And he was like, well, he's never going to be grandpa again. <laughs> we're like, it's oh, like, dude, hey, dude, go smoke a joint. Come back to me. Like, <laughs> he was being such a heartless dick. I almost like fought some of him. If I wasn't like tears in my eyes, like very delicate state, I would have like fought him. Well, remember kidding. we were bringing like, crystals and um pictures and all yeah. these like good vibe things to grandy's um room and they wouldn't let us bring any plants though any yes plants. yeah that's what's interesting about all of this actually that's a great point we weren't allowed to bring plants in we had asked because we wanted to of course janelle and i were like well we're gonna bring a bunch of plants like <laughs> yeah that's yeah. what we'll do but then we were they were like no you can't do that like they were even strict about the type of balloons we could mm-hmm. couldn't bring in latex well, he was in the icu yeah he was right? in the icu yeah. so maybe that's why probably it's probably because he was in the icu because you can definitely yeah. bring flowers and plants right like, no for sure yeah but where he was i bet I mean, you the he floor was, he was on yeah. yeah there's other people there that can 
can't be exposed to whatever mm-hmm. could come in on them. But that's what I'm just curious to for how a do they work hospital to be like a greenhouse on the side is kind of insane. Yeah, I don't know. Really interesting though. Okay, real fast though, before we just keep going and going on this, because I could talk about that <laughs> all day. I love plants. Um, I did want to talk about some other good news. One last bit of good news here. We have a way that people are now reusing food waste for something we need, which we love. So science have scientists <laughs> has discovered have discovered how to make eco-friendly sunscreen from a source of food ra- waste, and that is cashew shells. Cashew shells. Cashew shells. Now, so obviously we know sun damage can lead to sunburn, obviously, premature aging, the development of potentially lethal melatomas in both humans and animals. UV rays are also damaging to most materials. Um, so a team of international science have found, why do I keep saying science? <laughs> an international team of scientists have found an environmentally friendly way of producing sunscreen by just using cashew nut shells. How do they come instead about Instead of that? discarding them as waste. How do they just decide like out of all the things they could test to see if it would be good for sunscreen where they're like, no, oh, let's try these cashew shells. I know. Hey, like... Bob, give me your shells. Let me look at these real quick. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, they've got these fibers in here that absorb the UV rays from the sun. Like, how the fuck did they know that? I have no idea. Or know to look there. They had produced a new aromatic, or wait, uh, it shows that there's good UVA and UVB UVB absorbance um, if it's applied to protect humans. And then polymers and coatings can also help. Uh, just like protect machinery like cars and stuff like because it it also the sun also damages like dyes pigments weathering of plastics and loss of gloss and mechanical properties so this is like a sun barrier just infuse it with little cashew shells and you're good to go yeah (laughs) you can just like rub the cashew shells on you but that's cool it's, it's interesting because this is something that you know we just are wasting there's so much shell do you ever think about that well, and it's probably, this is a good alternative to regular sunscreen just because regular sunscreen is literally killing, you know, the reefs and yes. the ocean and things like mm-hmm. that, you know, all the chemicals mm-hmm. and stuff in it. So if there's a, this sounds like a pretty natural way to make, you know, some type of, sun, maybe they can make a, uh, you know, some way to out so we can apply it to ourselves, you know, it doesn't sound like they have that yet, but mm-hmm. um, it'd be cool if there was like cashew nut sunscreen <laughs> coming out soon yeah no that would be i think that's kind of where it's heading like it's going to be a main ingredient because right now the best like uh sunscreen for the environment for the water is actually a sun is sunscreen that contains zinc like a zinc based Hmm. sunscreen so that's like when we were in hawaii and i got that one yeah we've had to buy that super special one yeah it's expensive normally but it's very concentrated and it it like leaves you white if you don't rub it in it's like that one that i'm sure some of you guys like have used it and you're like i hate this shit yeah but that's the best to use especially if you're going to be like going in a coral reef or like snorkeling or something like you definitely don't want to be wearing something with all the harmful chemicals um that's cool huh yeah all right that's the cashew shell story is it time for me to drop bombs yeah no 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 actually no i'm gonna drop the bomb first <laughs> oh okay What's and the here's the bomb recycling is a joke you guys it's very very sad but um you know i learned this from megan hughes you've got to check out her channel a lot of you guys probably already know her she um she and her sister used to make like her sister was was a brit beauty beauty, beauty baby. baby yes and then i don't remember megan hughes 
like username, but she used to go by that before she was just Megan Hughes. Hmm. Right? Yeah, it was I don't remember what her username, but but yeah, it's Megan I don't know. and Lindsay and they Megan and Lindsay. Yeah, a lot of they've been on YouTube forever. Yeah, they used to do beauty videos. But anyway, Megan has become this sustainability goddess who looks like she's like out of Woodstock times. Like she's just <laughs> no, she's the incredible. Best. Like she she's like a she I don't know. She is really, really good when it comes to this sustainability stuff. I want to get her on this podcast because she brings up things I don't even think about all the time about ways that you can improve your life and make yourself more equal, equal friendly. But she posted this video and I could not believe when I listened to it. It was insane. I'll link it below for you guys. But basically what has happened is California's largest recycling center replanet um they have multiple locations across california and the country and they have completely shut their doors in california so there is basically nowhere to take recycling waste anymore so that means recycling has pretty much just stopped and one thing that megan was talking about a lot in her video which made so much sense to me is like since we were young especially our generation millennial i guess millennial kind of generation um i mean Barney, right? On Barney, they're always reduce, reuse, recycle. Is that not what you learn? So at some point, we just really, really were like, okay, the recycling part, recycling, but we didn't think about reducing. We didn't think about reusing. And that made such, that was such a good point to me because I'm like, oh my God, that's so true. You buy things and it has the little recycling thing on it. And you're like, oh, well, I'm environmentally friendly. Like, let me recycle, wash this out and recycle. But the sad reality, is most of our recycling is not even being recycled. Um, It's really, really bad. And basically what happened was a few years ago, it's not even that long ago, China did something um, called the National Sword. It was a policy that China put in place because we used to ship all of our recycling goods to China. Recycle over there. Well, they were actually buying it it from us. They were reusing our materials and stuff. But what's happened is two things. The public in China woke up about that and they were like, fuck no, this needs to stop. Like it was really, it's getting out of hand over there. And then second of all, everything that we're sending them is like too dirty for them to use. Like we're not, we're so lazy in America that we're not even cleaning our recycling property. I mean, properly. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And there's lots of plants that are specifically made. They're called MRFs, I think Megan yeah. was talking about. Yeah. yeah. And they're sp- supposed to like clean our recycling because we're so bad at like yeah. cleaning things out. Right. That, Cause it, cause, yeah. yeah. When you recycle it, if it's dirty, it contaminates the rest of the, the lot. So exactly. And like, they just, you know, what are they going to do? Spend it all the time trash. to clean it all out? No, they'll just toss it. Yeah. And like you're like someone may have been really lazy with their recycling bin. It's going to get mixed with someone else's who, you know, meticulously cleaned theirs out and all of its trash. So it's just out of control. And now we're not even having places in our own country, recycling plants to take them anymore. They've completely shut down. They laid off 750 employees through this because recycling was really a business not even that long ago, but it's been completely cut. Um, So basically China, just said they were they're done taking our shit like our basically our trash and um we've been sending it to india but even they're starting to not want it we're sending it to a couple other places too but since china did this they call it the national sword because it took a sword to recycling worldwide 
and how it's done and, and which everyone was just sending it to China. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's not a solution. That's just basically like, where can we hide this shit? This is really inconvenient for us all. So, I mean, it's just really, really disheartening because I know a lot of you out there probably recycle or maybe you're not even at the point of recycling yet and you want to recycle or something and you're like hearing like, oh, well, re recycling doesn't even do anything. Well, what's the point? Well, that's not how I want you to think for sure. Um, but we definitely have to start as a as a society. We have to start thinking of a way that we are going to, as a whole, teach everyone right. how to stop focusing on the recycling aspect of things and starting to look at the reducing and the reusing, reusing right. and finding sustainable options. Well, I mean, at the bottom, I mean, the, the problem is too, you know, right? Like, why why is this happening? You know, and it ultimately all comes back to money. You know, oh yeah, greedy corporations that don't want to change their ways and don't want to pay more in order to change packaging, things like that. Because you also have to think about like, but the consumer will have to pay more as they're well. They're getting, you know, well, think about the on the flip side of of these products. You know, where's the packaging come from? It's coming from China, most likely. Mm -hmm. It's being, you know, or or we're Some buying plastic bottles and stuff from them, and we're bottling it here or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, if you look at the reverse, it's like, you know, not only do we have to change our ways, but so do these corporations if we want to really have full on change. You know? But the only way that they're going to change because they're so selfish is if the consumer starts to want something different. And there are more eco friendly options like look at Starbucks, dude. They're trying to completely get rid of straws. Yeah. The reason they're doing that is because Starbucks is known as this like really forward thinking company and people are demanding it. Straws are such an issue and so many people want change with straws that that's an example of a huge company. I mean, Starbucks is the coffee company in America and they made a huge change like that. There's an example, but that is a consumer demand that eventually gets put into place. It's just like with cruelty free, you know, six years ago, there was no cruelty free products. Like it was very, very limited. And now there are sure. way more brands getting onto it. it because yeah. a lot of brands don't want to just be excluded from someone's possible range of products they can use because they're a cruelty free consumer. Right. You know, the more consumers become equal friendly consumers, the more that the big cor corporations are going to change. So it does start, at the base like it has to right right which i mean can be hard though you know because there it's is very hard there are things that there's just no other like solutions for plus you got to think about cost who you know because if you look at the eco-friendly options they're generally more expensive definitely right now at definitely. least they're more expensive versus you know all the stuff we've been buying for the past 50 to 100 years like some of these brands have have been around a long time and they've been doing things one way right for a long time so you know, it's going to take a lot, a huge movement, really, of people moving away from a brand and buying another option that's eco-friendly, which... Which sometimes there just isn't an option, too. It's yeah. it's really, really hard. I've been really trying to look at my own impact on the planet the last few years. And, like, one major thing I have done is, like, cut out red meat, cut just down the amount of meat I was consuming in, in general. Like, I now I stick to birds and fish. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Colbert says Stephen Colbert I'm doing the same thing as him but like I hadn't really thought most about or much about like my waste and like where all of that was going or how much trash and stuff yeah and you know it's just that's one thing I think I want to say to you guys is if if you're out there and you like really don't know where to start and you're like everything's fucked what's the, even the point like don't be like that and I would start out by First, just looking at your life and just taking note of all the plastic that you're using, especially single use plastic. 
and just just looking at how much you have and then then start thinking of ways that you can replace one thing at a time because that's what it is like I am so I have so much work to do we have so much work to do when yeah, it comes well, we're not perfect everyone does by any means oh no. we are far from yeah, it yeah no we have we are a lot to learn and like we're constantly finding new solutions and new ways to um, reduce our impact. But I mean, we have to, that's the bottom line here is we're going to have to change all of us or we're going to be forced into it or we're just going to be dead is the reality. <laughs> like I hate to Drowning in our say plastic. that, but I mean, Whoa. if re replanet completely shutting down is a huge, huge thing. Like that's, I really hope is a wake up call. There's basically no recycling right now in California. Like plastic is trash. Yeah. Well, even here, even like the frequency at which you even get access to recycling is so little. Like, yes, I fill up our recycling bins completely to the top by the one week. And then I, I have yep. a whole nother week of no, you know, they don't come every week. Yeah, it's every, we other it every other week. Other week. Or I think even here it might be like once a month or something crazy. Like, And we don't even have like a sorting system, obviously. Like most places don't have something where you have multiple bins and they're picking up oh, no, yeah. an aluminum bin and a glass bin. And it's just, it's such a disappointment too because I feel like so many of us like felt like recycling was really helping. Like, God, my parents really drilled recycling into me as a kid. Like, I remember my dad was like so into it. We would like wash bottles together, glass bottles. And like, he'd explain to me what things can be recycled and what things can't. I was like, wow, God, we are so equal friendly. And yeah. then to find out that that's probably all just sitting in a fucking landfill is devastating. Yeah, it really is. It's, it sucks. And then, you know, you look at your own, we were talking about earlier, you look at your own life and how much plastic and waste you make in your own house. Mm -hmm. And then you like think about a hotel and it's just fucking insanity. Like it's really, really bad. And the problem is a lot of people don't even know that it's a problem. Yeah. Well, and like talking about food waste, you know, like restaurants and, you know, a lot of them end up throwing away tons and tons of food when, you know, there's other ways to get rid of that waste food, you know. There, right. I mean, there's even, you know, chefs and restaurants that take waste food and make new food out of it or yeah. you know, feed the homeless or yep. at the very least compost it, you know, compost yeah. it versus putting it in bags because you go look behind any strip mall or any restaurant. They have the huge trash can you go look into it's just bags and bags and oh, bags so of, upsetting. of people's garbage and probably napkins mm -hmm. and you know, oh my gosh, plastic yeah. silverware and everything. That's else, another so. big thing is I just eating out causes so much waste because they're always giving you a plastic fork and knife or like and a lot of places just aren't so, yeah. on on board with like you know you giving them like an alternative like can you fill this or fill that they're like what they like look at you like you're insane yeah. it's just inconvenient so, for them I, guess. I hope that with time though that will change and it'll become something where they're completely used to people giving them an alternative or maybe you know there'll be restaurants that advertises like we're a sustainable restaurant we have cardboard i mean but that's hard because i think your food's gonna be like soaked in it but like get your own fucking fork and knife yeah. i wouldn't it wouldn't it be nice if people just carried a fork and knife in their purse well i mean a lot of places don't you know we'll give you metal silverware they just wash and reuse which but if you fun. take it to go they're not going to give it to you right to go yeah yeah, yeah so i think I more mean, and more people are starting to carry their own stuff like i know a lot of people carry like little foldable straws in their purse totally that's a huge thing. Metal straws, having a straw like that or like a reusable cup. Yeah, like you can literally easy. take a thing to Starbucks, like a tumbler. The ones that I love, the Simple Modern on Amazon, they're great. They're really like so many cute colors and really affordable. 
and they keep it cold like damn you can keep you can have ice in it and it'll be there like 24 hours later it's insane um but yeah you can just hand it to them through the drive-thru and most places will just take it and they know what to do like especially starbucks they know they they're what's up with the yeah yeah the eco-friendly stuff but um, well while we're on the topic of uh recycling and plastic you want to talk about the yes i do craziness yeah well another you know thing that's tying into that is it has been raining plastic in the Rocky Mountains. In Scientists Colorado. are literally mm-hmm. finding like rainbow colored little bits of plastic in the fucking sky. Yeah, like fibers. Mm-hmm. Like you have to look at it under a microscope to see it. Um, but there's literally little fibers of plastic in our rainwater being rained down, which mm-hmm. is crazy to think about. Well, I think that what they've found out is that's because it's being pulled from frozen areas and then when it when it's melting it's like releasing into our atmosphere and then coming down as rain so fucking crazy it's just everywhere plastic is like such a terrible thing they found it on the bottom of the marianas trench remember we talked about that yeah they found a plastic fucking bag at the low like the lowest point in the world how does it sink that far oh and it's down there just fine you guys, they, they're saying that there's supposed to be more plastic in the ocean than fish by 2050. It's not like we don't have that much longer to plastic is like the devil. Yeah. Janelle and I were talking about like, wouldn't it be awesome if they could create some type of like parasite that eats plastic? They're or something? working on stuff. I know there's I've heard a, stuff like that. a number of different. I mean, man, if you're the one that invents the, the thing or organism that can eat plastic, oh, you're going to be a rich, yeah. you know. Because, yeah, of course, everybody's going to jump on that. There's go. got to be a way. Like, scientists can do fucking, like, everything now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it just comes down to a demand of, like, putting our resources to find something like that. Because right. for a while, they're like, why would we do that? No one really cares that much. So we'll just continue yeah. to use a bunch of waste. But now people are like, this is not okay. You guys, have, yeah. like, as the experts, have got to help us find a solution. Because we can, right. you know, use all the metal straws we want. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's the massive corporations that have got to yeah. get it together. Right. Right. That is that is the absolute truth. Is It is important as, human, as humans uh, of the planet to try our best to minimize and to change our ways or to stop eating meat or whatever you want to do to impact, to make your you know, yeah, impact. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if we can't get the corporations and the elites on board, the planet's toast. Like it's this, it's, it's the carbon emissions, toast, but, it's factory yeah, farming. Yeah. It's so much. There's so many factors. And there's only so it. much that we can do as average people. It's going to take mass amounts of people getting on board to a movement and demanding that. And people in office who at least believe in climate change, I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. All right, let's go to our next topic, though. Speaking of ridiculous, let's talk about motherfucking Jeffrey Epstein. No, no, no. I got one more thing. Oh, before before that. One more thing before Jeffrey. I want to talk about Elon Musk dropping bombs, man. Okay. Oh yeah. So this is, this is crazy. So Elon Musk. If you don't know who he is, look him up. But he believes that if we hit Mars. With nuclear weapons, like if we drop nukes onto Mars, then we would be able to melt the planet's ice caps, which would then release vast amounts of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere, which would essentially create the greenhouse effect, which we have here on Earth, which has gotten out of control. But if we can create a greenhouse effect around it, then we may be able to raise the temperature and create an atmosphere that could be livable, you know, on the planet. Like Elon Musk is very forward thinking. And he also said uh, a few years back that he created this whole plan of how we could build a one million person colony 
on Mars in less than 100 years. That's actually so fascinating. And only like if such an innovative mind like yeah. his would come up with that well, shit. Like if we drop nuclear weapons, we'll be able to create an atmosphere and then we can move there. So that's what's so confusing to me is because like I've always heard that be they don't have an atmosphere because they possibly could have had nuclear war on the planet. Well, yeah, there's a lot of people that believe there was something that happened prior. And there's evidence for that. And that Mars may have been a lot like Earth at one point in time. So why would dropping more nuclear bombs on Mars make it better? To take really care of the that. ice caps. Okay, so the ice caps would melt, creating oceans. Just like here, vegetation, there's carbon dioxide trapped underneath the ice. Hmm. So if you melt that, then all that carbon dioxide creates a greenhouse effect around the planet. And that humans could build a one million person colony on Mars in less than a century. Yeah, I mean, very interesting. I think we could see humans on Mars very soon. Honestly, like I think in the Wouldn't next that be wild if our kids years, like end their lives on Mars or like have their kids on Mars or grandchildren maybe, live on Mars. Maybe. I know I always say this, but this could this life could turn into the Interstellar movie. I'm just saying. Okay, Josh. I think we've heard you say that like <laughs> eight thousand point six I know, times. I know everybody out there is probably like, ah, Josh said it again. No, if you but haven't it's, seen that movie it's and the you're truth. watching this podcast, I mean, you're gonna have to see it or else you're not gonna understand. <laughs> literally fucking happening in front of our eyes. Did you know that July of this year was the hottest temperatures on record in recorded history, guys? Since they started recording the global temperatures back in the 1800s. I whatever, believe it. It's been it's fucking been the hot. Hottest. Dude, it was 90, I think it was like 94.6 degrees in the Arctic Circle. Oh my God. So going, if you go up to the Imagine North how Pole, hot it is in like it's literally Valley. 94 degrees up there. Oh my God. What on earth? That's insane. That, that We haven't seen that. that. That's just crazy that it's that warm up there. And it not seems only like that, things are getting worse even faster than scientists are saying, which they're already predicting it's getting worse quick. So, well, like Greenland's been in the news recently because yes, Trump said he wanted to buy Greenland that pool. Oh, but um, for and his reasoning for it is to go mine its research, basically exploit Greenland and suck all of the blood out of it for money, essentially. Nice. When in fact, Greenland is literally melting at a rate faster than scientists even expected. Like they thought that we would reach. The levels of melting that are happening right now by 2070 are happening now, guys. Like it's literally melting billions of tons of ice. And the problem is, is that if the ice continues to melt, obviously sea levels rise. But all this carbon dioxide that's in the permafrost gets released into the atmosphere. Right. And our planet warms up to like literally we could be going outside 150 degrees. You're getting second degree burns walking outside well, of your house. Like We'll, d we'll die before that, dude. <laughs> Seriously, I'm just like saying, we like, won't be able to grow food by that point. So. It's going to have to be done like in inside. Uh, yeah. This is such an urgent issue. Oh, my gosh. I really hope this is a priority for voters in this upcoming election, at least in America, because good God, guys, like this is literally nothing else matters. But this like no other issue you can think of matters more than the future condition of our planet <laughs> Like, if we don't have a planet. It doesn't matter about social issues. It doesn't matter about money. It, no. Fuck your economy like you will be dead so i hope everyone keeps that in mind yeah <laughs> either you're dead or on another planet. so now can we talk about motherfucking check free epstein we can okay. but before we do we'd like to thank our first sponsors <laughs> for today all right so jeffrey epstein you guys this story has been really really wild and it's been super super interesting seeing so much 
of this type of content being covered on the mainstream for like a long time. You know how we said in the last podcast, we're like, I'm sure this will blow over like, you know, in days. It's like still they're still talking about it, like on a lot of the mainstream news networks, like CNN's talking about mm-hmm. it at least a couple times a day. It's in their cycle for sure. Like yeah. people are very fascinated in this Jeffrey Epstein thing, probably because Trump's been talking about it. That's yeah. why it stays in the news. Anything he talks about, they're like, and, all well, over and it. he retweeted the, you know, Clinton body count conspiracy right. and all that, too. There's like he literally retweeted tre- that trending so. on Twitter about it. Yeah. So there's a lot of talk about is there a conspiracy? Did he, you know, commit suicide or <sighs> was he taken out by somebody? I mean, it's it's pretty compelling stuff. So look at this douche in this picture. He's wearing a a monogrammed little zip up. What is he in a sorority? That looks ridiculous. Jeffrey E. Epstein. He looks like a freak. But anyway, just to give you a little bit of like background, if you don't really know Jeffrey Epstein, you know, minus what you've heard about in the news. Like, so he's this really wealthy billionaire financier guy you know, basically manages money for clients. Um, and you know, he grew his wealth over time and Um, also his like social reach. Like he has just tons of connections, parties with tons of famous people. Yeah. Like he's, he's been in involved in a lot of high profile things, even cases like crime cases. He's been kind of like fucking everywhere, but under the radar forever. Like most people wouldn't know his name, but he's like, at all the major stuff, at all these big events, at all these big parties, involved with tons of top politicians. Definitely in in the elite circles, for sure. 100% the elite circles. He's, like, in it, if not running it. <laughs> Definitely. He's, I mean, it's pretty crazy. So as we get into Jeffrey Epstein a bit more, warning, you know, there's definitely things in this that are disturbing and just... Could be disturbing to sexual assault victims. Definitely, yeah. Just I want mean, to give you a trigger warning. Yeah, if, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So going back to 2007, this is kind of when we first heard about him, you know, really in this negative aspect of him being, you know, a criminal and things like that. And that was because he was accused of sexually abusing dozens of underage girls, bringing them to his various homes for massages in which, you know, he either had them masturbate him or had intercourse with them. We're talking, you know, like 14, 15, 16 year old girls clearly underage and lots of them. And what's crazy is that when this, you know, when he first got accused of this and indicted, um, you know, back in 2007, he ultimately only got 13 months in a County jail. Thanks to a deal, a plea deal that he's, uh, had signed by us attorney, Alexander Acosta, who actually would later become secretary of labor under president Trump. We'll show the hawk about this a little bit more later, but then fast forward to most recently in July, he was essentially arrested um, in New Jersey and charged with sex trafficking um, in connection with allegations that he recruited young girls for abuse at his homes in New York and Palm Beach. 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 Um, <laughs> Sorry. Beach. Yeah. Palm Beach. United States. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not that bad. But um, so, yeah, so he was facing 45 years in prison and uh for sex trafficking essentially so doing the same thing but this time trafficking various underage girls around mm-hmm. the world taking them with him on his plane to his various i mean he has properties in paris um all over the place he actually had a property in colorado actually uh ski chalet but um sure he went to mostly like in new twice. mexico yeah yeah seriously if that so you know and as and some of the things that came out with his arrest are the accusers that have come forward to mm-hmm. say that 
you know, they were trafficked, you know, he basically took them yep. and trafficked him. God, I can't even say that, you trafficked know, them, used yeah. them yep. to give sexual favors to other um, elite individuals as well. Yeah. And, Brought and him not only his himself, ring. exactly. He had his own little ring going on, essentially. Which, God, I mean, it's so incredibly common more than people realize. I mean, these elite people being involved with this is like yeah. it's like the underage sex trafficking it's really stuff. insane yeah. like you it's start very to, weird. i can't understand why people want to be involved in this so much it's always with people with money and power that are like involved in there's something very weird just, about it and very dark and disgusting it's about it really hard to understand like it's it's so bizarre that a lot of people like hear about it or read about it and stuff and they're like oh that's bullshit and they just click away but it's very very real yeah. Well, that and that's the ugly truth about it is people don't want to talk about it because it is so it's so scary and almost unbelievable at times that this mm-hmm. is happening. Right. But, you know, now these individuals and victims of his that are coming forward and speaking out against him and you start hearing their stories mm-hmm. and like, you know, obviously they're young, impressionable women mm-hmm. at the time that he brings them in. So, you know, he's literally like being a predator and just going after these young women um mm-hmm. there was actually details that said that um in the past there was reports by people who knew him that he wanted to quote unquote seed the human race with his dna by impregnating women at his vast new mexico ranch that is really disturbing seed the human race who the fuck do you think you are dude exactly and and why why is he talking or that thinking sounds like, like some this? conspiracy ass shit it's it sounds like some cult shit if you ask me. It yeah. sounds like some weird type of of, you know, club that he's a sick club that he's a part of or something. Cuz you know, either Dude, that you know, or like he's just so insane. Interesting. This is so random and I really don't want to sound like a major tin hat person right now, but like so many of these elite people have really light colored eyes and that's like one of the um it's one of the are the not the symptoms the genetic traits of people that are have the rh negative blood and trump has it he has light eyes the clintons they have light eyes like so many people that blood i have it i have rh negative blood look at my eyes they're yeah, really yeah. green so i don't know i kind of think that's interesting that he happens to have that too yeah there could be something to that though i mean you could go like really crazy with it and be like you know, what if he's like some type of reptilian or something, you know, crazy like that? Like, what if <laughs> yeah, you know, you've ever heard the reptilian conspiracy? Yeah. You know, like you could go there and be like, oh, well, maybe he's one of these evil reptilian well, that's like aliens. A, what tons that, of people think. Yeah, that, and that <laughs> they're the ones behind this, all of this. Maybe they're right. I mean, sex trafficking who knows? And weird this world underage is stuff. fucking crazy, man. It's fucking bizarre, though. But this is this is interesting. Like digging back into the history of, of Epstein. What what I found really interesting is that. No one really even knows how wealthy he is. Like, we don't know what his net worth is. Mm-mm. We don't even, like, we've nobody knows exactly how he makes Very his money. Rich, like, though. all we know is that he formed his own, like, money management firm called J. Epstein No, dude, Company. he makes all his money from human trafficking. There's a reason yeah, all these right. rich-ass people are involved in human trafficking, because there's a bunch of money in it. Like, yeah. Well, they, and that's, like, the glaring thing. It's like, why, we're all asking these questions about how he makes money, yet... Now we know he does this. Like yeah. clearly, that's where his money. Yeah, is you don't think from. there's any money? He just does it for fun. No, he's like hooking up tons of other rich clients. He has like books of all people that 
have come to him for that type of thing and yeah. he hooks it up he's basically like a pimp yeah no he is a literal pimp and what was interesting is finding out that one of his best well-known clients that we actually know of is victoria's secret founder les wexner oh who my god fuck victoria's secret they're canceled ditched him over they've, a decade they've ago, been but. canceled in fact they're actually canceled did you hear this janelle the victoria's secret the show's mm-hmm. canceled this year no more fashion show yeah because the ratings were so shit last year because they have to they made a ton whatever we don't need to talk about <laughs> victoria's secret but i can talk shit about them for but isn't it isn't it weird that like he happens like his client happens yeah. to be an individual who runs a company of women's you know underwear yeah. and lingerie like is that the same motherfucker that made the comments about trans people is it like I don't remember Janelle? Will you look it up? Like who actually made those comments? I'm pretty sure it was the CEO that said some like fucked up stuff. I think it was too, if I remember correctly. I don't know if he was the CEO at the time when wow. that happened, but and then that scumbag was one of his clients. Mm-hmm. But what's crazy is that this guy clearly has a lot of money, um, even though we don't know where it comes from or there's no records of it either. Because mm-hmm. um, it's all under the table bullshit. That's where most of these elite people get it. That's how they they keep. They keep themselves from paying taxes and keep yeah, themselves well, exactly. off the radar exactly. and don't end up on Forbes list. They don't want to be seen. They no, don't want to be known. Clearly, they're doing some shady shit and they're trying to keep it hidden. Yeah. But he has a ton of money. Like his townhouse in Manhattan is estimated to be worth around $77 million. It's the most expensive oh piece, of, piece of like real estate housing in New York City. For a townhouse. Yeah. $77 million. <laughs> Oh, my God. You'd think that would be like a huge mansion, right? That's so small. Yeah. So he has seven million and he has properties in New Mexico, Paris, the U.S. Virgin Islands, which we'll talk about. He has a private jet, a fleet of 15 cars and a Palm Beach compound estimated at 12 million. So if you add all those things together, I mean, that's clearly like hundreds of millions of dollars that he's spent, mm-hmm. which means that this guy has to be like in the billions, like to be affording oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, so he's a billionaire. He could potentially making billions of dollars off of sex trafficking. That's fucking frightening. Dude, the money that is in this is insane. And it goes back for so long. Like, it's just sick. The magnitude of human trafficking across the globe, especially of children, is so sick. Like, it's it's such a huge fucking problem. And there's so many people involved in it. And it's all underground. And then it's funded. It's all funded by really elite people, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, they keep it going. And then they make so much money off of it yeah it's really crazy honestly god but um what's interesting is that this island that he has this 100 acre private island in saint thomas in the caribbean um is where he runs his business from supposedly and people have like pedo island yeah exactly and people that know him and other people like he's involved with like hedge fund managers and all these like wealthy wall street people mm-hmm. uh, people have referred to him as he is this mysterious gatsby-esque figure he likes people to think that he's very rich and he cultivates this air of aloofness the whole thing is weird like even people that knew him like professionally and stuff all found this dude to be super like something's off with him like he's so secretive and mysterious like People like call him well, the yeah, Wizard of he's Oz. Running like, a giant sex ring on yeah, the side. Isn't it crazy? Jesus. And we'll so, get into the sorry, more. It makes but, me so mad though. It's like so sick that this is actually happening. Like these are real children. Yeah. Young humans. young women that are being taken advantage of <sighs> mm-hmm. and you know, traumatized. Young women and men. Tons of tons yeah. of little oh, boys. Yeah, just tons of little boys. Yeah. When it comes to kids, it's like almost equal. Like there's a lot of little boys in human trafficking. It's crazy. 
it's just crazy to think that there's these rings and yeah know, dude whole... it's it's horrific no one wants to think this is real of course it's way easier to be like this is just insanity and like that's the thing is like on the internet there is a ton of bullshit surrounding this topic there is a bunch of made-up stuff there's a bunch of well, like yeah. politically swayed versions of this that are have all these ridiculous untrue bits in it so it's hard to like find the real information but at its core this is a very real thing mm -hmm. very real yeah it's really really scary is what it is but um, you, let's talk about his little black book that he yes. had because this is this is really interesting. This is horrific, actually. This is it's so scary to see who's all in here. So yeah, so essentially Jeffrey Epstein had this little black book filled with names and personal phone numbers of some of the world's wealthiest and most influential people, from Gil Bill Clinton and Donald Trump to actors, actresses, scientists, and business tycoons. Yep. Um, an annotated copy of the address book, which also contains entries for Alec Baldwin, Ralph Fiennes, uh, Griffin Dunn, New York Post gossip, Richard Johnson, Ted Kennedy, David Koch, uh, filmmaker Andrew Jarecki, Courtney Love, former Israeli prime minister, Ahad Barak, and Uber lawyer Alan Dershowitz. So very high profile people, actors. So this isn't the, the, the flight log, right? No, no this is no, his, no, just, just his address, address book, book that he okay. had. Yeah. Because there's yeah. even more names in the flight log. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there's names from his address book in there, but it's dude, interesting. Alan Dershowitz, dude. <sighs> yeah. God, some people live double lives. I mean, this doesn't necessarily prove they are involved in human no, trafficking, but like, why are they connected to these people? Like, why? Yeah, and what purpose does Jeffrey Epstein, some like Wall Street Unless they were manager. doing business type stuff, but like, it's, it's very weird. It's yeah. very weird to have a connection to this man. It is. And there's tons of other people, too. And what's crazy is that in the actual black book itself, there's additional names along all these other people who are scores of apparent underage victims in Florida, New Mexico, California, Paris and the UK listed under massage, quote unquote, with circled entries. That is so sick. Yeah. And some other people are Prince Andrew from the royal family. Um, Leslie Wexner, which we talked about, former New Mexico Governor Bruce King, former New Mexico Governor and Democratic Presidential Hopeful Bill Richardson, Peter Soros, the nephew of George Soros. Wow, shocking one there. And Amazon Jeff Bezos. Yep, Jeff Bezos, which, dude. I mean, billionaires do know billionaires. Like, I get there's probably right. contacts there, and those could right. just be business, or maybe he was yes. financing or something for it's Amazon. It's not necessarily proof no. that they're all, but it's just like, I think anyone... It's when someone had seemed to have a decently close relationship with him or like, you know, really hung out with him that you start to wonder, like, what the hell? Where, why were you? I mean, how much could he have been hiding? Yeah. You know, and yeah. then it's also when it's like really other elite people like Jeff Bezos, you wonder, like, mm -hmm. I mean, we don't know his character. I mean, actually, we do. Like, Jeff Bezos isn't actually the greatest guy. Yeah. I mean, so, who, knows? who like, really knows? Would he be? I mean, just because these names are associated with him may not mean Could be they themselves contacts. are involved yeah, right. in pedophilia or human trafficking, but are they making money off of it? Are they investing in it? Are they somehow know. connected yeah. to, to, to it in a financial sense? Like, would someone like that be willing? Like, there's clearly tons of money in it. Look how, how rich Jeffrey Epstein was. Mm -hmm. Would someone like Jeff Bezos, like have no v values and they would want to actually be involved in something like that i don't know yeah it, i mean but it's possible no i don't that. think it's impossible no i no. think we really see fake versions of a lot of people oh clearly clearly we do i mean 
it's so obvious that so many people that we may look up to or people that are in the public eye that you would be like, oh, you know, they're way too public to be doing anything weird or sketchy like this. And yeah, then, like they would never. Right, right. And then you later find out, like, like look at like yeah. Bill Clinton, for example, or Donald yeah. Trump. And you start looking and like, yep. oh, wow, like these guys could be. And that's another funny thing is how many people are trying to make this like a political thing, like a right, left, right or mm-hmm. a left issue. Like all the lefts are involved with Jeffrey Epstein or all the rights are involved. No, bitch. Everyone was involved with Jeffrey Epstein. They're all in it. Politics as a whole is so dirty. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's really crazy. So um, some of his accusers that have come forward um, are one is Virginia Roberts, and she um, was involved with Jeffrey Epstein for a while. Um, in fact, he recruited her as a quote unquote sex slave at the age of 15 and then sexually trafficked, uh, trafficked her to politically connected and financially powerful people, including Prince Andrew and attorney Alan Dershowitz, which what's obviously what people are doing is if their names are being named in any of this Jeffrey Epstein stuff, they're absolutely denying it. Be like, that's not true. You know, mm-hmm. defending themselves that they're not involved. Yeah, in this, they're but, not actually connected. But but then who do you believe? Do you believe the people you know, being accused or do you believe the accuser in this? And mm-hmm. that's where it's kind of hard. Cause then you start seeing pictures of them and you know, like Virginia Roberts um, was, you know, right, right alongside Epstein for a long time. And there's pictures of her at parties along mm-hmm. with his uh, former girlfriend, mm-hmm. Ghislaine Maxwell. Um, she's kind of a big part of this cause she is the one supposedly who was actually doing the recruiting and kind of training these sex slaves that would be brought into uh, essentially his, his ring of girls that he had around the world. And um, she's finally coming forward and, and really shocking how many women are involved in this too. Mm-hmm. And, and pointing out these things like being forced to have sex with, you know, Prince Andrew and things like that. Like, that's crazy. That's, that's mm. huge. Yeah. That's huge what she's saying. Accusations are being made and I'm sure she's not making it up, dude. But why? Right. Why would you put, you know, risk your own credibility and reputation to to do that? You and it's not just some random person. I mean, she's making accusations that make complete sense about who it's about. Yeah. Well, not only that, I mean, she's going to court and testifying like she's testified that Jeffrey Epstein sent her to have sex while she was underage with former New Mexico governor Bill Richardson and former senator George Mitchell. She's not making this up. And of course, all the men like, I don't know what she's talking about. She's just making this up, doing it for publicity and money and everything else. But it's it's crazy because she literally was a sex slave. I mean, she was forced to, you know, do these acts, you know, for a long time. And, you know, it's just crazy that, you know, we it seems like we don't even, you know, some of us don't even take this seriously enough. Mm -hmm. Like This is serious stuff here. Mm -hmm. And. You know, I just hope it's being investigated. Like I think they're looking it's into it. Really and, starting to come to light though. Like this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing has ignited so much interest in this because I think the average person is able to look at this and be like, Wait, what the fuck? Like this whole story just isn't making sense. And when you hear about like how many people I mean, they're reporting on the news that he had all these contacts yeah, like Bill yeah, Clinton. Right. And Trump this is not and, like some secret stuff. No, here. This is like all... I think a lot of people are like, wait a second. Like that's really sketchy and are starting to look into it and finding a lot of other things. And it's yeah. like, this can be for a lot of people. I think the thing that opens their, their door into all of this stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I really think that the, the fact that they're talking about this on the mainstream right now is like so huge. Yeah. And that, you know, people are going to be way more under scrutiny and, and way more aware of this. You know, just I think the amount of people that just really don't think 
human trafficking is what it is or they think it's like just something that happens in other countries and they have no idea like yeah. the extent of it an and, american could be running a sex trafficking ring or yeah something. a, a rich, ring like rich well-known there's you know, clearly a lot of money in it a lot of people are like wait how is there so much money in this there's that many people involved and hopefully this you know causes more people to look into it yeah it's it's really quite crazy like he had these two female associates working for him mm -hmm. uh geese lane maxwell and then his former assistant sarah kellen mm -hmm. um who were repeatedly accused by the accusers of acting as pimps for him recruiting and grooming young girls into their network of child sex workers and frequently participating in sex acts with them that's how a lot of this works it seems like there's like webs like it's almost like a MLM, like Mary Kay or something, like where you, you know, you have someone underneath well, like you, Nixium, like train, yeah. like women, like they get, they get sucked into it and then they end up training Nixium. other women and get other women into it. Well, Nexium and so many other things, yeah. like a lot of those, um, you know, just cases of people being almost human trafficked in like Walmarts and stuff, like random people come up to them. Normally it's women yeah, that are coming right. up to them. And trying like oftentimes they'll say something like that. It's related to a Bible study or try to get you to come back home with them because it's it's more approachable when it's totally. a woman. Yeah, it's not so it's scary like, and intimidating. Normally like a pimp at the top and then a bunch of women. It's like a web. It's crazy. And all of it ends up coming back to the man at the top. Recruiting really for him. Insane. Yeah. yeah, it really is. And what's even crazier is that like these two women have been accusing this, but they've never been um, really charged for it. Like Geese Lane. Maxwell as soon as Jeffrey Epstein got arrested she disappeared like nobody even knows where she is we haven't heard from her she's completely disappeared which is I kind of weird yeah. um cuz she she's definitely like was like the right hand man woman you know in that sense because mm -hmm. like all, like so many people have accused her of different things and like God, she's you been never accused know by of looking at her she looks like a mom or yeah. something it's she so has an, bizarre yeah she and she has like a nonprofit for saving the oceans like she spoke at the UN before I but don't understand how women can be involved in this. It's so sick. I don't get money. it. Money. It's money, dude. Money God, corrupts. There are that many people that just literally only care about money. And for what? So you can you have this rotted soul, you're just this disgusting human, but you're rich? Like good fucking job. Yeah, it's crazy. And so they think this woman is actually hiding out uh somewhere. Yeah, she's completely disappeared. It's kind of sketchy, honestly. We're we're like people. There's are someone specific though. They think her. she's hiding in someone's house. I can't it's remember. Some tech billionaire. I yeah, think, uh, she's staying with. Uh, mm -hmm. They think. Yeah, there's something weird. Like he's like, like hi hiding her there. Yeah, but yeah she's like. She's, which there's a reason she's hiding, guys. Like because the truth is missing. starting to come out, and it's yep. not looking so good for her. Like mm -hmm. I hope, I hope if they are able to prove, you know, that these accusations are true that yeah. they go after her and, and well i go after her imagine if they go after some like major justice, names like, too yeah. like if well, they're yeah. able to prove some big like trump or yeah the clinton foundation like both of the clintons could be involved in this like yeah. they're able to prove that yeah well which they clearly i'm pretty sure that's what's going on but if they actually can find like evidence yeah. and we can know that imagine if the public knew that there's like indictments out for bill yeah. clinton and hillary and stuff oh my and, like, god that'd be insane like we saw on news like fbi raiding their their house like arresting them and stuff yeah, crazy. for their connection which we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that here in a sec because the the flight logs are super sketchy there's some yes. weirdness there um but before we get into the the flight logs i want to thank our last sponsors for today so let's talk about jeffrey epstein's planes flight logs because there's a lot of very interesting information contained within them that could implicate big things so, so this is for the lolita yeah. express it's his private plane and it's interesting the, the name lolita is like 
a known storybook or something or like a character that's known for like have like a little girl that like does things with yeah, older men. Right. Which is so, so in, like weird and interesting that he was it seems like Jeffrey Epstein was like unashamed by his pedophilia like yeah, he was almost up like, like proud of it bit. yeah almost like I out think about it, it might in those elite circles like it may not be as like frowned upon it's so bizarre but why why I is don't there, understand it why is there this fascination i don't understand it this pedophilia it's crazy i can't imagine this like no part of me understands pedophilia i've especially like especially to rich. see so many elite people like i have to think that they're not actually maybe they're not actually doing it they're just benefiting monetarily but like i don't know the amount of people involved in this i mean i'm pretty yeah. sure some of them are like actually involved mm -hmm. in the actual acts which is really horrifying i mean there's no proof directly so we can't say for sure but it's just so bizarre and he was really just out about it which makes you think the people that were around him must, must have, have known. known right that's especially the thing. if you're getting on the fucking lolita express like if you're Bill getting on Clinton his plane went on the lolita express 26 times mm -hmm. according to the flight logs that's a lot of plane rides dude yeah i've probably been on like 26 flights my whole life yeah 26 just on his private plane like, which uh -huh. really you know flies primarily to his different houses and stuff which that doesn't even mean he could have always taken his own fucking private jets to his houses as yeah, well he's, like he's that's just well the time too. on his jets so i mean why why would he be there and this is where too he had 21 phone numbers for clinton that's insane. That's craziness. Like, I mean, I'm sure they changed their number. All what, does the he time, have a bunch like, of burner phones? Like Clinton runs around with burner phones or dude, something? Dude, that must like, be what it is. Well, I mean, they don't actually, want to trace it back to him or something. Like, mm, what the hell? It's possible, but like a lot of celebrities change their names all the time. Like, I'm sure if you ask like Will Smith how many times he's changed his phone number, it happens. I've had to change my phone number just as a YouTuber because people yeah. get your number and then it's like, true. yeah, especially the celebrity. Like, imagine like how many people you like people you work with in the industry that you give your number yeah, to and then they go like, give it to someone else and then like right. all these random people have your i'm sure you yeah. have to change it every once in a while especially bill clinton yeah true like that, he probably yeah. had like multiple lines multiple whatever yeah no it but like sense. why did he have so many numbers from him like clearly they they kept in touch if he had like all the numbers for him mm -hmm. that's just so like just just the fact that they were clearly buddies period is like so fucking weird to me they like were, it's just yeah. so clear something was going on. They were friends straight up. Like, how would you not know? How would you not know? Especially if you're writing. Especially on him. Plane. Like he's. Yeah. Like as you'll find out when we talk about like what's in his houses. Like it seems pretty obvious. Like you'd be able to figure out that this dude is like clearly into young, young underage girls. Like it's yeah. pretty obvious. Well, we'll we'll tell you guys more about like what they found in his house, which if you're familiar at all with like uh, John Podesta's house, who's a very close buddy Associate of the clintons of the Clinton, yeah. uh i mean it's like that level weirdness of artwork in his house like if you ever if you're ever and curious john podesta too. art oh yeah on google yeah you'll it's, be like what the actual fuck it's alarming yeah um but jeffrey epstein's may just beat him out is like even weirder i don't know i think podesta's is weirder but still what's up with the weird art with these elite people that seem to be involved in this as well i don't know what's man. going on like i don't understand this i'm telling you there's some type of creepy pedophile looking art it's there's so some type weird of, of club or cult or group or something that's... And they're just loud and proud about it hanging it up on their walls that means yeah. like everyone that comes in their house oh it's so weird so you know if, if bill clinton you know flew 26 times on his jet where was he going did he ever go to 
you know, Epstein's Island. And he did. Yeah. Um, you know, even Virginia, who we talked about, who was one of the victims, said she was there at, at one point when Clinton was there on the island, mm-hmm. which means that she was there likely engaging in, you know, various things. Mm-hmm. She said she did say that she never saw him do anything and never did anything with him. I'm but, sure he's very. But he you got to think like this dude, like you go to his island and, you know, you got to be aware of, of somewhat of what's going on there, you know. Cause he, he, he wasn't like super secretive about it, is, which is just crazy. So obviously that raises questions about, uh, Bill Clinton and, you know, whether or not he was involved in all this or participated. Um, but here's just some other very weird things. So on the flight manifest listed directly under Bill Clinton is Kevin Spacey, um, who, as we know, was accused of molesting multiple people, including underage boys. Yeah, so, so dude, Kevin right Spacey there. flew with Epstein and him at one point too. Enlisted right with Clinton. Like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And these are people you wouldn't think. Like, I think it's so shocking and it sounds so ridiculous to people that the majority of people that hear this are like, oh, that's conspiracy nonsense. No, it's not. Like, this is proof. I mean, how many people would have thought before everything came out with Kevin Spacey that Kevin Spacey was doing things to no, little boys? No, nobody would ever that right no mm-hmm. one would fucking know it that blew like all of our minds were like what oh my god i was such a That's, huge fan of him yeah. i loved his work like he's a great actor but he's a great actor yeah then exactly. you realize the truth about him and yeah yeah just god he was on the plane so, so here's a <laughs> this is interesting because this just raises more questions so he flew 11 flights with uh on epstein's plane not only with just epstein but um, Kellen and Maxwell, who were literally his pimps, w- flew with all four, all three of them on at least 11 flights in 2002 and 2003. Now, in January 2002, Clinton, his aide Doug Band, and Clinton's Secret Service detail are listed on a flight from Japan to Hong Kong with Epstein, Maxwell, Kellen, and two women described as Janice and Jessica. One month later, records show Clinton hopped a ride from Miami to Westchester on a flight that also included Epstein, Maxwell, Kellen, and a woman described only as one female. Like, why would you? Who's the one female? What does that even mean? Yeah, what does that even mean? That's weird that they're not even giving a name. And then it gets even weirder. So in 2002, Clinton recruited Epstein to make his plane available for a week-long anti-poverty and anti-AIDS tour of Africa with Kevin Spacey, Chris Tucker, billionaire uh, Ron Burkle. Clinton confident Gail Smith and others. The logs from that trip show that Maxwell, Kellen, and a woman named Shantae Davis joined the entourage for five days. The last name Shantae Davies shows up elsewhere in papers unearthed by the various investigations into this sex ring, uh, his little black book. And Davies is one of the 27 women listed in the Shantae. book under, or Shantae, sorry. Uh, she's one of the women listed in the book under the entry for Massage California, which is one of the lists. Um, massage just had. must just means sex. So why the fuck is he even writing this stuff down? It seems like so stupid to me. Like what you're journaling all this. Like why does he even need well, to have his private this? book? Like it was his private little like book that he had. Yeah. How many private books have fucking ended up coming out not being private anymore? Doesn't mm-hmm. seem like very smart to like write everything down. And be like, oh yeah, massage. Like no one's gonna figure that out, dude. Well, yeah, and that the thing about it is they went and looked up some of these women, and these women don't even have massage any sort of massage background or anything. No, it's not a massage. He's right. not going to write sex, you know, or whatever else his, they did. His whole thing was like this massage thing that like Jeffrey Epstein's whole fucking thing that he liked was getting massaged by 
these girls, you and know, then, yeah. and then like doing a happy know, ending. Yeah. Multiple times a day. Um, he said this like in order to even function, like he, yeah, he had a major, uh, some type of addiction, but Jeez. then there's like these pictures so just showing like very, like his associate, uh, Epstein's associates, uh, Maxwell, at the Clinton's daughter's wedding. Mm -hmm. um, then there's mm -hmm. pictures. And then this is where we get into talking about Donald Trump. Cause you know, right now it seems like this is being politicized to like point blame at Trump. Like Trump's involved with this or. Yeah. You know, the, A lot of other like Democrats, I think like Clinton, think this is some like Republic, like some, uh, not Republican, but like Trump. And like propaganda there is a lot of, or something it's yeah. just a bunch of bullshit and made up. So they're not even taking it seriously. And it's so frustrating that it's, it's literally true. Yeah. Well, then you look into Trump and it's yeah, actually and he's fucking just as bad. He's like, yeah, I mean, he's like good friends with Epstein for a long time. Yeah, dude. There's tons of pictures of him. There's even a fucking video clip yeah, they let's had bring on up the, the. Do you have it? No. The, um, I have it. Yeah, there's like Hang this on, clip that they've been playing on the mainstream uh, news sites of Trump in Palm Beach, Florida with Epstein um, in November 1992. Yeah, I don't know if they've even shown this on the mainstream, but uh, no, I saw. I saw. Did it on, you? Yeah. Okay, so here's Trump and Epstein. They're like hanging. They clearly look like they're like buddies. Yeah, yeah. And this, so we're not. This isn't confirmed, but it's reported that allegedly this was some type of private party for Epstein and Trump and like a bunch of calendar girls, like twenty six girls or yeah. something, and. I mean, I don't know what. I don't what think this, this was that. Party, I don't. Yeah, I don't think this. But it's reported that they've had events like yeah, that where they've just them had together just with, them two with a bunch of girls. Like, come on, Trump mm -hmm. knew what was going on, guys. Like, let's not be stupid. Um, and then you see in this video, Trump and Epstein hanging out together, checking out some girls. Trump spanks one in the video. So I mean, he clearly hung out with this guy. And well, if you think, if you assume, you know, I I mean, there's. There's quite a bit more evidence that the Clintons are involved in this than there is for Trump. But you have to think like if if you if you think that Bill Clinton being on this plane so often shows his connection like this you have to take definitely this seriously shows too. Yeah, for, absolutely. for sure. You guys and like well, he's like an elite. Yeah, he's a billionaire like all these people. And no matter how nice they try to seem or how likable or whatever. Well, that's you know, not even Trump. I mean, he's look at the, you know celebrity tape or whatever that came out you know where he was saying that crazy shit about women and just like his track record yeah. and he's been accused of of rape and all these right. different sexual assaults like casually talking about this kind of stuff yeah underaged even like there's yeah, it's not okay that. anymore like i hope all of this stuff coming out and like especially this and this epstein thing like i really hope it opens up people's eyes to what's going on yeah and like he was even quoted saying i've known jeff for 15 years terrific guy Terrific guy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> He's a lot of fun to be quote? with. It is even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do. And many of them are on the younger side. No doubt about it. Jeffrey enjoys his social life on the younger side. Yeah. Like who says he that? enjoys his so social. So side. that implies and then he's like totally acting like he had like nothing to do with him after it now, like put, trying to push himself as far away from it as possible. And of course, Trump's like these allegations are all false. So, you know, it's disgusting. I would never be involved. I haven't even talked to him or known him for a long time. And, tr you know, so how many uh, numbers did they have for Clinton? 21? 26. He yeah. had 14 for Trump. Oh, 14 different numbers, like phone numbers. And yeah, stuff? yeah, for Trump. Right. So that that shows you and that he flew also flew on the Lolita Express in 1997. 
Yeah, and I mean they they hung Epstein came to Mar-a-Lago all the time. Like that's how their connection was. They would yeah. they're in Palm Beach together, you know. Yep. So, you know, they've been hanging out a while. So it makes you think like is Trump complicit in this? Does he know something? Is he guilty by association? Like clearly he probably had some, like this can't be that surprising to him. Mm-mm. And he tries to is, say that he like cut ties with yeah, Epstein a totally. long time ago, but I have yet to seen any proof that he actually did that. That seems to be just what he's saying now that, oh, well, now I cut all ties with him and it's all the Clintons. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course he's going to he's going to blame the Clintons. No, they're all all of them are trash, dude. All these elite billionaires, tons of politicians, politicians too. Yeah. like they all have hidden agendas. It's so depressing when you realize it. Yeah. And they're sick. so many of them they're doing just evil, evil ass shit. Really? It's really I crazy. Know. Very corrupt world we live in. So fast forward to recent news, you know. Yes. Oh yeah, we haven't even like gotten into the whole conspiracy. Of, uh, yeah, because <laughs> talking about Jeffrey's death and and what happened there, and you know, them saying that he hung himself on the morning of Saturday, August tenth, and then a few weeks earlier he was found in like a fetal position, unconscious with marks on his neck, and then they they asked the you know cellmate there if he had anything involved, and then they found out. You know, they said he wasn't involved, it wasn't assault, and that it was a suicide attempt or whatever. And so then he went on suicide watch, but then he got taken off suicide watch. All this just crazy shit was happening with him. And a lot of it by protocol shouldn't have happened. And that's what no. we're finding out now is that they didn't even check on him for hours. Yeah, and- which seems super, super weird. I don't understand. He was on uh, suicide watch, I think, for not even a month, right? It was it was very short. It was a very short amount of time. But you think abnormal. you would just keep him on it because him he's this extremely high profile person going through this. And like you know, like they knew that this insane trial was coming up with all all this information was about to come out. Why would you not watch this person and make like sure a hawk, yeah. Because obviously they're gonna want to kill themselves, which I'm not saying he did. I don't think he did. Yeah. But like, why wouldn't you have him on suicide watch? This doesn't make sense. And why wouldn't you have video recording of him going twenty four seven? Yeah, at least have like someone have watching it. Yeah. yeah. And so then you weird. know, if you it's such bullshit, dude, it's a lie. It is. And the jail like broke all these protocols with with mm-hmm. you know him, and he yeah. was supposed to have a roommate if he was taken off a suicide watch, and yeah, he never so the got roommate a roommate. Can watch them. Yeah. So that he never got another roommate. He was supposed <laughs> to share a cell again. Um, sounds like a conspiracy to me so all these rules are breaking at the jail and what's interesting is that the department of justice is doing a full investigation into this right now and they're saying that the jail is being uncooperative like they're not trying to help with this investigation at all and i wonder if that's because they're working with someone i don't know paid or they're covering up something like imagine how many rich people would possibly want to take jeffrey epstein out and could have paid off so many people to keep it quiet or to orchestrate it like it's insane like he totally could have absolutely so many different people like there's literally it could be anyone on those flight logs like or i mean someone that just didn't want their maybe someone who hasn't even been exposed yet there could be connections to like huge people we don't even know about people that don't want to become they're seeing clinton get uncovered and all these other people starting to pop up trial is going to be crazy there's going to be a lot that comes out in trial like Jeff Bezos, for instance, what if there's Something. more? He had more on him. Like people automatically go to, well, the Clintons did it. Well, maybe, but there's a ton of other people that could have. Yeah, there's people paid, that we don't even yeah. know. And about. paid off these jail workers to keep this quiet. Or to take care of him or something, put yeah. out a hit on him or something. I mean, for all we know, mm-hmm. there could be something like that going on. But just for the just fact that bizarre. they're not being cooperative, you know, mm-hmm. they could have just 
paid off the jail as a whole. Like, yeah. Seriously. Is it a private prison? No, it's uh, the Metropolitan. Right. Uh, okay. It's like the main uh, jail but there. Still, yeah. man, it's all the jail system is like the well, most clearly, corrupt. So yeah. I'm sure they wouldn't mind. Yeah. It's, and, and there should, like, the fact that there's no video cameras of anything or like it's just wild like why yeah, wouldn't shut up if you had there's somebody no like way. yeah if you had somebody like jeffrey epstein that's so convenient. in your jail you're not gonna have cameras on his ass like, right like you have cameras on like basic bitches yeah. in jail just for like Look at 60 for, days in <laughs> yeah, seriously like people who are in there for like marijuana are being rewatched you're not gonna watch jeffrey epstein come my on my god and that's what's crazy there's not any proof physical proof that he committed suicide the way that they're saying which is right essentially the medical examiner recently came out and said that he committed suicide by hanging himself in his jail cell allegedly with a bed sheet the classic oh he you know jumped off the bed with the sheets tied around his neck which yeah there's this kind of like little uh not cartoon but somebody made like a kind of a representation of how ridiculous that looks you know, yeah, like the beds like, are not the that high. That's the thing I always think about with this. But people do it. I I know that yeah, people, people do, do it. it. But it's just is that like, the jail cell? His actual jail cell? I, I don't know for sure, but it's. But a I have one. wondered that. Like, it's not that high up the bunks. It's not like to the ceiling. Yeah, it is weird. But I mean, people do it. You could still do. That's it, also I guess. what um, the guy that held those girls captive in Cleveland. Uh, oh yeah. Ariel Castro's his name. I forgot. He hung himself with bed sheets too mm-hmm. in jail. So it does happen. I mean, it it does. does. It's possible. But what's interesting is that um, before they actually, the medical examiner finished and, and released the results, um, it was revealed that during Epstein's autopsy, they found multiple breaks in his neck bones, commonly found in victims of homicide by strangulation, specifically the hyoid or the hyoid bone mm-hmm. near the Adam's apple. Um, oh, because the thumbs are pressing really hard into there. And that's a very sensitive spot, too. Yeah. Like right, it's literally right under there. Yeah. So there's a bone there, and it breaks from like if someone puts their hands around, and chokes you from strangulation, or takes a. Because for all we know, like how do we know that you know maybe he didn't hang himself? Maybe mm-hmm. he was strangled with a bed sheet around his neck. You know, it'd be very easy to make a you know hanging by bed sheet look like or uh you know strangulation by a bed sheet look like right. a hanging you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so this is kind of interesting um this came from the autopsy and was reported by tmz it said epstein's blood vessels in, in his eyes popped right. when his air supply was cut off by the bed sheet that was wrapped around his neck um we're told he suffered patechial hemorrhaging caused when someone hangs himself or is strangled or smothered but authorities are confident this was a hanging so that's interesting well, so it could be a strangulation we don't know for sure mm-hmm. unless we have actual proof that they found him hanging, but we don't know that. I mean, imagine if you're like a prison worker and you're offered like, yeah, an insane amount of money to $70 million or something just out. Just crazy. who knows who knows it, who's trying to cover it up. That's the thing. Is right. That, I mean, it's all rich people. Like I was saying, like all the people that seem to be involved in this are like fucking loaded so they could easily pay possible. someone a huge amount to do this and to keep quiet. Totally. It's very possible. And it's happened before. Like, <laughs> yes. So we're told that the bed sheets were tied to the top of a bunk and Epstein either hurled himself off the top of the bunk or he had his feet to the ground and leaned forward to cut off his air supply. Hmm. And there's so many cases, like so many conspiratorial cases of people being killed before trials too. Yeah. Like even uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Shot by Jack Ruby in the. But that was, I mean, obviously different than this, but it is. But I mean, I think he, I think that was completely staged and set up and was to 
not have him go to trial, not be able to and say spill his the beans piece. on. Yeah, exactly. Spill a lot of things. Cause yeah. like, I mean, there's implications that maybe he was working with a bunch of people in the government. Right, could, what right. could he have spilled he could have on been people? some type of informant or something right. for an agency. So, or I mean, totally. it's not new for people to get killed before trials. No, to it's keep not them quiet in jail. Like, no. And so you'd think the jails would be ready for that type of thing and really prepared, especially well, for thing. Jeffrey Epstein. And, it, and like, if he did, my God, well, it's like, for the Should whole like his ass his own jail. the whole coming off of suicide watch is just so weird and so mm-hmm. you know abnormal because you know for those that have been in those situations you know they put you in like a pickle suit is what it's called so you can't Ugh. like do anything you're not yeah. there's nothing to attach anything to there's literally no way really to to kill yourself in there yeah and in fact he was the fact he was taken off and even a former inmate said that it would have been impossible for Epstein to have killed himself. There's no way that man could have killed himself. I've done too much time in those units. It's an impossibility. I would he think said, that if you would jump off the top of one of those shitty little bunk yeah. beds that they have, that the thing would topple over if it was someone as yeah. big as Jeffrey. Well, Epstein. I think they're bolted down to the ground. So, oh, that would make sense because inmates would pick them up. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's um, true. That's true. But he said that between the floor and the ceiling is like eight or nine feet. There's no way for you to connect to anything. That's so weird. So it's just like, unless he literally did the most like desperate thing and like hurl himself off the top of the bunk. But even that, I'm like enough to, to like kill yourself. Like, yeah. Know. And it's you'd like, have to be like hanging, like his feet couldn't be touching the ground. So it'd have to be so high. I don't know. That's so weird. It's really bizarre. It's and I mean, so weird. even Epstein's lawyers well, aren't satisfied with the, if I'm not mistaken, I, I'm pretty sure the first time that this happened, I believe it was like, in the beginning of june that he attempted suicide they said but he was saying that he got attacked remember he was he started saying that he got attacked by someone in the prison isn't that what he said yeah and well that's why they investigated his cellmate and stuff and and they determined that that wasn't the case yeah and so they were like no 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 he was just committing suicide and trying to cover up for why would you try to cover up your own suicide first of all yeah he said someone attacked him which it clearly didn't work the first time so then if it they could have been an attempted watch. murder on his life and then they, you know, that's, I think what happened because this, this came out recently too. It is said that the morning of his death, quote unquote, shouting and shrieking could be heard from his jail cell. Dude. Oh my God. It's so fucking guards, obvious. He was murdered either guards, by an inmate or a guard or someone involved because guards were attempting to revive him uh, who were attempting to revive him were saying, Breathe, Epstein, breathe. So shrieking and shouting coming from the jail cell sound and then the guards are there trying to revive him. And there's no video. The guards would know that there was no video. No, it's in too that weird. Unit. Something definitely happened. Because they said I mean, like, it's just it's so obvious. There's so much that would have come out and so many people that would want his ass dead. I mean, imagine the connections. Imagine the shit he has on people, the amount he could even like, dude, he could have even uh, tried to lower his own, well, I guess, I don't know. He They could have tried to work out some deal with him where he like spilled beans on people, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Like said stuff. And there's probably people that were like, God, he's in jail. Who knows what they'll do to him? Maybe they'll, you know, torture him to the point where he, well, not torture him, but like have him in solitary. And you yeah, know, I feel like he really could have set, he knows so many things about people. I'm sure it's just insane the conversations he's had with so many people. Yeah, it's it's really crazy. Um, Could be the royal family for all we know. I mean, no, like, I know. God. And I mean, for such a rich guy, he did get special treatment while he was in prison and in his mm-hmm. last prison stint, uh, the 13th month one. 
which Jeffrey Epstein was a sex offender after that jail stint he uh, did. Mm. Uh, he had to register as a sex offender, and even then, like it didn't seem like people were keeping tabs on him. Um, but th- this is kind of weird and interesting. Um, so when he was in jail previously in 2008, um, because of how wealthy he was, he got literally the most... Um, he just got so many privileges that obviously no one else gets. Yeah. Um, which just shows you how flawed the justice system and the prison system He's is. He's got if, money. If He's you're like, wealthy Yo, I'll make a money. nice donation to y'all. Yeah. So he had literally, while he was in jail from uh, June 30th, 2008 to July 22nd, 2009, he had an unlocked cell door, almost hell? unlimited access to a TV. And then he had a work release program, which meant he got to spend as much time out of the jail as he was in it. So literally you got to leave so the jail insane. during the day to go work and then come back at night. Yeah. And th- so he was allowed like out of it for 12 to 16 to hours. Yeah. But what's weird is that there's been records that have been found that he made an odd purchase at the facility store. Two pairs of small women's underwear, size five. Ooh, they allowed him to buy five. this. That so he bought tiny. like tiny. Yeah. Like, like little kid kids. Sized. Isn't that just sick like what the fuck is he doing like and nobody knows why or what or what for what purpose i mean i i kind of have an idea of what purpose but yeah it's disgusting man it's fucking it is the fact that they even let him do that is just like such privilege man Mm -hmm. so not only do you become a sex offender but um another piece of information that um has come out so there's been all these documents that have been unsealed two thousand documents um because of virginia and these other victims coming forward the courts are starting to unseal documents and in these documents, which there's thousands of pages of them to parse through. But once a uh, little tidbit that came out of that was an amazon.com book receipt. Yes. This, this is, is very, so disturbing, very dude. disturbing. So there's literally like a picture of it too, the receipt. Like, oh, and it really? says to Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, I have it. I can bring it up. So yeah. So a detective um, basically found an amazon.com receipt. Um, that the Palm Beach police collected from Jeffrey Epstein's trash. And the books that were on this receipt are titled SM 101, A Realistic Introduction, uh, which is basically mm-hmm. about uh, sadomasochism, which is the der- uh, derivative, Jesus Christ, the sexual gratification from the infliction of physical pain or humiliation either on another person or oneself, which is just disgusting and then his other book was slavecraft roadmaps mm-hmm. for erotic servitude oh, i'm having trouble servitude. Finding yeah i've I looked had for it, it too. the I... other other day because i wanted to bring it up for this but yeah there is like a real amazon receipt just like straight up addressed to jeffrey epstein so like it, anybody like that's weird like books he may not be involved or like clearly oh he's... my god come on i hope no one's saying that i don't know there's people out there that think he's innocent i guarantee you jeffrey epstein's innocent yeah. <laughs> Good luck fighting that battle. I think that's quite an unpopular opinion. All right. So let's get to his island here because this is uh, also something that happened recently. So literally, you know, after he died, the FBI, the New York Police Department uh, stormed his um, 71 acre island in the Caribbean, the Little St. James, uh, which he bought in 1998 for $7.95 million dollars. And here's, I'll show you a little bit of uh, drone footage actually that they captured on the day the FBI was there. This guy named Rusty Shackleford um, flew his drone over to Epstein's house and he actually captures uh, images of the FBI and police searching the inside of the house and they they see the drone. Um, 
they can actually see the drone here. So play a little of that. So this is just some random person's footage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's just flying. Oh, it. that's so 2019 for people to be like, let me spy on the police with a drone. <laughs> so then he then he just like hovers it outside this window where you can clearly see all these FBI agents yeah, and stuff like searching around. a room. Oh, yeah. They were building their case. <laughs> yeah. They were trying to... And they're like looking out the window at the drone. God, I just hope that because he died that it's not all just going to get blown un- blown out, blown away. I mean, I think because this has ignited so many people's awareness of yeah. it that it'll be hard for them to completely... I hope so. I hope that this time maybe we really start to wake up about this sick world of human trafficking. I know. And they end up putting blankets over the window so he can't spy in on them anymore. Oh my but gosh. he literally was like taking video of, of the inside, which is kind of crazy. Wow, that is crazy. So, yeah, this was his island where, you know, he did a lot of this crazy shit and, you know, obviously brought a lot of underage mm-hmm. girls to the island uh, to do various it's things. Beautiful island. Yeah, it is yeah, a very beautiful really island. Um, but they raided it, searched it, um, took a bunch of computers out of it. But there was one thing in particular that I found interesting. Um, not only that, there's like tons of rumors that he may have had tunnels and kept, you know, sex slaves like locked up there and crazy shit like that. Um, a lot of like, could there be girls just held captive there, like mm-hmm. in this giant compound that he owns? But there's this temple like structure that he had um, on his land, which is very bizarre because it looks exactly like what you would think a temple would look like. It yeah, has I was this say it looks like a temple statue of a oh, bird or almost like an owl looking thing on top of it. Which is very bizarre. It's a fucking owl. That's exactly what they have at Mm -hmm. the Bohemian Grove events is the giant owl that they all worship. Something there's something to do with the owl when it comes to like the elitists. I believe it's like a satanic type type situation going on. I think it's like an all seeing thing too. Like the owl. It's it's a cult. Yeah, it's definitely a cult related. Because I don't know. if any of you guys know the significance of the owl, I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot more you could research it. But mm-hmm. wow, that is so bizarre. So he had this island or this what we don't know what it is, but we're calling it a temple because it looks like a fucking temple, which what the hell is he mm-hmm. doing in there? Um, I don't even want to know what was going colors. on in there. But obviously there's like conspiracies that, you know, there's tunnels and he had all this, you know, weird ritualistic type shit going on there. Um, I'm sure it's something ritualistic, you know, think of. Yeah. I mean, he might even do like whatever the hell they do at those weird events like Bohemian. Like they do rituals there. God, we have got to do that episode. We keep saying we're going to do an episode on Bohemian Grove. We've got to do it soon. We keep forgetting every week. We're like, I never think to do that one, but we definitely need to soon because it's so interesting. But, um, but then it's no longer there. It's not there anymore. It, I guess it either burned down or disappeared um, but well, nobody knows I'm sure exactly there was what a happened. Reason. Yeah, somebody removed it for some reason. So, wow, that's all going on on his island. But now we get to his townhome, which they also raided his townhome, uh, the seventy-seven million seven-floor uh, home he had in New York City. And the FBI found a number of bizarre and even criminal items, mm-hmm. um, along with some strange design features. But obviously, the most damning thing that the FBI discovered was a vast trove of lewd photos of young women and girls, mm-hmm. which were literally labeled like all these specific things, yeah. like clearly like had, yeah, very organized. Um, he had a bizarre mural on the second floor showing him in the middle of a prison scene surrounded by barbed wire guards and a guard station. And then like it, when people asked him about it, he'd be like, that's me. And I had this painted because there's always the possibility that that could be me again. 
So clearly what? no, like clearly knows that like I already got, you know, busted once for mm-hmm. my sick ways, you know. I could end up in that situation. Imagine again. putting art like that in your house, dude. Like be like, oh, I'm such yeah. a criminal. Like this is to remind me of the criminal I am and to be careful not to get caught. He, it just shows you like how to touch he was and how he thought he was so on. Un- Something un- was like wrong with this guy. Like, like seriously, so mentally wrong with him. Yeah. I'm like, he can't be touched. I'm, I'm powerful. I can buy my way out of anything. Dude. And then he had a wall with photos of director of him with Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. Dude. Fucking Woody Allen. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's so, when you like connect all the dots, you're like, damn, this mm-hmm. is definitely real. And there's so many people in on it. Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, that's the Saudi Arabia inter- Royals over there. There could there. even, well, that's what's so crazy is that the, some of the people that we may have found out about if he hadn't died, if we'd been able to proceed with the criminal aspect mm-hmm. of it, could have been people like, what if it was like some Saudi prince or some type of royalty in other parts of the world? What if it's all the royalties of the world? Yeah. I mean, what if we were literally close to busting like, you I know, think there's a major world in ring. control. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you go back even to like Columbus days, like he was like the one to start this world sex trade. I mean, sorry, it's world <laughs> yeah. sex trade. Right. And it did like, he started shipping slaves. He and his people, not just him, but like, Mm-hmm. slipping na- uh, Native American women out to the entire world. I think over time, this has just been going on forever yeah. and it's all connected. Like these really rich elite people that yeah. go to these like total weird industry. things. And I don't think we understand it fully because this just doesn't make sense. No, because it's being covered up and hidden yeah, from the public. Yeah, there's just a lot that we don't understand about it. Yeah, so then, oh then he yeah. he signed photo of Bill Clinton in of there. Of course, yeah. Which, and then he had that bizarre art piece of bill clinton now a lot of you probably have seen this i even saw this on cnn this was this made it to there (laughs) there was this bizarre art piece of bill clinton and this is interesting i read about the artist that did this this artist um she was kind of banned basically from like major auctions like uh, a while ago like 2009 i believe but she makes conspiratorial art and satirical political art because she basically is like, oh, she thinks it's all bullshit. So um, she has some very interesting pieces. For example, yeah. there's like one of George Bush and he's like knocking over um, Jenga towers, like two twin towers. Right, but it's like right. Jenga towers with a paper plane. Yeah, like he's like a kid, but he's in the Oval Office. It's like a satirical right, right. poke at the conspiracy. And um, this woman used to have her stuff up for auction. And back when she did, someone anonymously bought this Bill Clinton thing which she made as kind of a you know a joke towards the whole monica Lewinsky scandal that was happening at the time that's when she painted this picture so it's not like jeffrey epstein contacted someone and asked them to make this specific painting of bill clinton wearing a dress and heels but you would think that at first yeah that's what you think you're like why the fuck does he have that right it's weird but he bought it and it was displayed in a prominent area of his house yeah yeah which is so weird um, it's just like John Podesta, man, like just his, just shit. all this bizarre art all over the wall that is like totally unexplainable. Like you think of like, like the Kardashians, for example, like they're, they're like rich people in my mind and you go to their house and they don't have all this fucking no, yeah. bizarre art. They have yeah. like very simple, pretty, like something is going on well, listen, with these yeah. people. Yeah. And it's listen to what lifestyle. else they, what else they found is just weird. So they found a custom-made chessboard with each of the figurines yes. dressed in underwear, reportedly this. modeled after his employees. 
That's so weird. Imagine having the money to like have something like that made too. Like what the fuck? And of course he had a massage room filled with sex toys. A massage room. Mm. A life-size doll hanging from a chandelier and a dining room designed to resemble a beach. Which, I mean, that's kind of cool, I guess, but Wait, a the life-size doll hanging from a chandelier. It was a bride, I thought. I thought the doll was like dressed up as a bride. It was like a in a wedding dress. Yeah, I, I, it, a, it could be. Resemble yeah. a beach. <laughs> yeah. No, the dining room was oh. was designed to look like a beach. But then the girl was weird. hanging from the chandelier. There was like no, no, no. So the, I think it was a different area. It's not like together in the same area. I don't think. Oh. Um. But there was also a twenty-seat dining table surrounded by computer screens and phones, which I guess maybe could be just like a conference room table or something. Mm-hmm. But then he had a full-size dental chair in his bathroom. He had displays of what prosthetic eyeballs. Ew. Just weird shit. But this was actually the weirdest thing. Tiger and a poodle? He has this little poodle. Who has a taxidermed poodle. poodle? Yeah. He had this Was little, it his? It was real. Real oh, too. No. Was it his pet though? I don't we don't know for sure. We don't know. He had That's a tiger, tiger taxidermied and a poodle. Dude, this is so random, but when I was a kid I got in major trouble because my my grandma's my grandparents' dog died. And the first thing I said to them when I went to their house after it died, and they were like super emotional. My grandparents are major dog people. I was like, why don't you get like a stuffed, like, why don't you just stuff <laughs> his body and like set him in the, like prop him up in the corner or make a rug and hang him from the wall. And my grandma started crying and I had to go to timeout. I had to go sit in the car by myself for a while. Wow. But I, people actually do that. Taxiderm yeah. their pets. So maybe it was his pet poodle. I'm assuming it could have been. Yeah. That's so weird. But it's just weird, man. I mean, he's a weird guy and clearly mm-hmm. sick in the head. I mean, mm-hmm. all I signs more and more point comes to him. out about this. Well, that's the thing, right? Is that, you know, now that he's no longer alive, the criminal aspect, the criminal charges get dropped. So now it's just really the accusers that are coming after his estate mm-hmm. um, to try to obviously get, you know, something from that for all the, the pain that they went through with him. And uh, it's a civil civil case now. So who knows if we'll even uncover all of the fucking dirt that's hidden, you know, all the different shit that is hidden away with Jeffrey Epstein mm-hmm. and who he knew and stuff. I, I feel like what will end up happening is, you know, the FBI and whoever else investigating will get done with their, their investigation and then it'll just be kind of the end of it. Yeah. Like we might hear some other things, but I don't think we're going to hear any more names really. No. You know, I don't think any big names or anything like. I mean, maybe unless they find more. I mean, because he's dead. I mean, we won't. Probably but things are going to probably like slow down a lot and just kind of another conspiracy man get completely another, brushed into the run. No, no, absolutely. I think this is an absolutely a conspiracy. I think multiple people conspired to take him out. Until yeah. I see, you know, more proof that he hung himself. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think there's just too many weird things surrounding him and yeah what he was doing you know and to you have to believe clearly so many different things that they said that could possibly not be true clearly you know there would be a motive for somebody to take him out it's so obvious Mm -hmm. like it seems like it doesn't want him to talk doesn't want him to flip you Mm -hmm. know who know who knows what kind of deal he could have made to you know to reduce that 45 year sentence you know like he maybe he would have just came clean outed and said, out "Outed, of yeah, all the people who were associates with his." I think that's and pretty clearly what's going on here. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of people that would not want just, him to do that. Yeah, I mean, what are the chances that this jail yeah, just happens for come this on. particular inmate to drop the ball? No, they're overworked they fucking and, know. 
whatever. Could've... He's not anyone. He's Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, it's such bullshit. I'm so annoyed. It doesn't with make any sense, man. BS like that. Yeah. And so many people like take it their word for it too. They're like, oh, well, they said it. So yeah, case closed. You know, <laughs> we got the answers. Just... Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah. Do you what think do you this think? is weird? Or do you think it's completely normal? No, it's not fucking normal. It's not normal. Duh. We need the truth. And I think the more we talk about it, the better and, and keeping it in, you know, talking conversations and because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we need to know the truth about this shit. Because yes. if there is some fuck, if they're the most powerful people on the planet are involved in some of the most they disgusting are. period things and rituals or whatever else the fuck they're doing, mm-hmm. we deserve to know about it. Right. Like yeah. we deserve to know about it so we can fucking fix this and yeah. get this rid our fucking planet of this evil that is in control. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so, it's so overwhelming. Because it's probably the same fucking people that are in this shit that are also destroying everything else about our reality and our planet. Yeah. And it's probably people in those circles yep. that are involved. So, yep. but yeah, <laughs> we'll end it there. <laughs> this was a crazy one today. It's but... an interesting episode though. I think, let me know you guys what you think of us doing like a whole episode of woke news topics, because I thought it was really fun to do this. Like it's a good change. You know, we yeah. like, we want to try to like change it up a bit and not, yeah. not be so repetitive every week. So the styles are different. And, you, and I you think know. some people like when we have like multiple things to talk about in an yeah. episode versus just like one, one really topic. solid yeah. big thing, yeah. which next week we'll be back with a one solid, solid type topic, true crime, yeah. a true crime topic. So we are looking forward to that. But until then, yeah, we will stay safe and stay woke guys. We'll see you next time.